Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 54. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. I am here, your host, Nathan Judah, along with the dynamic duo today. First of all, Mr. Wolves himself, the one, the only, it is Timothy Spears. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Very well, sir. How are you? Um, refreshed, ready to go. Had a day off yesterday. Took the pup to London for his little uh, little groom, as we do once a month. You looked very refreshed on the picture you sent me yesterday. I had a, I had a cheeky manicure pedicure while I was waiting for him. Um, look after myself when I can. Um, talking about that, we'll talk about our next guest today. The boss is in. The gaffer. The gaffer. The main man. Welcome back, uh, Express and Start Editor and Preston North End die-hard fan. It is Keith Harrison. Morning, morning, boys. How are you? All good. Very, very good. How are you? Oh, I'm, I've given up really. I, it's you know, I don't really know what I'm doing here because it, it's. The, we all we these, say that every week. All these games are friendlies now, aren't they? Because Wolves have won the league already. I mean, yeah. last time I came in, I was a bit bullish. This one. Just give up, really. The trophy presentation was two days ago. Did, it, did everyone enjoy themselves? <laughs> well, I think they did. The way the Wolves fans <laughs> celebrated after that Villa game, it, it, it was like, you know, they'd won the league. It was incredible. In fact, Tim, I brought you, you know, oh. last oh, time I brought you a certificate. Oh, oh, this time I brought you a certificate. There you go. There's oh, a special certificate for you. Please take a picture of this. Wolves winning the league. The only <laughs> team ever to win the league in October. It's incredible. It's all like, it's all like. Official, Please, signed by all the Wolves fans on my Facebook page. Which is true. You know, my text to my Facebook tweet it was, it was just incredible on Saturday night well done Wolves they've won the league in October hey, even even I went out for a drink on Saturday night with you, uh, you yeah <laughs> was it champagne were you celebrating <laughs> the great league no, title of it, 2017 it opposite of champagne well t- t- tell, tell the tell the podcast what you what you drank uh, I drank some non-alcoholic beer oh. Bex Blue Oof, well, someone, someone was driving, Keith. You know, you can't mix alcohol well, with, with a bit of driving. Well done, well done. Yeah, no, well done. Yeah, well done. You are, you <laughs> are a Middlesbrough fan, so you didn't have much to celebrate. But I like this start, Keith, to the podcast because Pete Maidley came on last week. He made his Who? debut last week. Never heard of him. Hey, mm-hmm. some, some politics guy that you've got working in this building. Anyway, Aston Villa fan, so he was boisterous before, not ah. afterwards. Yeah. But he gave as good as he got, and some people were thinking that maybe he got the better of you, Tim. So you've got a little bit to the better in terms of well, just banter and he won the quiz and, and just general. Gen- hey, he didn't win the quiz, did he? He didn't win the quiz. Mm. Let's nip that in the bud now. I was on my way to winning the quiz. He then interrupted me mm-hmm. with the right answers because he couldn't bear, couldn't bear the fact that I would have got all twenty teams right. Okay, couldn't well, bear. we'll soon see. We have got absolutely jam-packed podcast for you today, guys. Of course, we'll look a little bit back against Wolves, Wolves and Villa as as. Uh, Keith rightly says they won the league um, in October. Great stuff. We'll be predicting the teams on Saturday. Preston North End come to town. We'll have abuse of the week. Massive in. Uh, we we might have... well have abuse of the week in this room, actually. <laughs> now you mention it. We'll have a questions. Uh, three danger men. Three pressing danger men to look out for. Eleven. We will. <laughs> we will have. The quiz. Now the quiz is very interesting mm. this week. Yeah, some, have... something's going on in this room, mm. right? Me and Keith do not know what's going on here. There is. <laughs> There is a, a, a brown box, a wooden brown box, mm-hmm. with some little um, some little serviettes on top. Yes. Uh, and two glasses mm-hmm. with a bottle of water. With a bottle of water, we're looking after our editor, so if he no, gets a bit Do you know what it reminds me of, know. Tim? It reminds me of that film Seven, What's in the oh, Box. Oh, no. You know, I, I dread to think oh. what's in there. Uh, yeah, well, if, if if you've not seen Seven, a couple of don't, don't, listen, don't listen for the next 10 seconds, Ugh. but whose head is in that box? Whose head is in that box? Well, we shall soon see. Actually, um, yeah. as soon as you say that, I did put a tweet out and people came back with some interesting things of what could be in the box for our quiz. Um, let's have a look. Whiskey related, judging by the glasses of water on the side, you guys wish. Um, uh, Lord Numpty says Tim's brain is in the box. Um, no, the, bo- the box isn't big enough, my friend. <laughs> There's a head and a brain. Um, Jota signed Wolves five-year contract. Um, mine and Tim's P45, that's more likely. Um, it should be very, very interesting. Is it, is it the championship trophy? If someone said the championship winner's medal. Yes. They've already given to us. Yeah, they've yeah. already given it to the Wolves. Uh, uh, Incredible. So we shall soon see. Oh, uh, is it John Terry lost in the box? Quite Ooh. like that. I like that. Ouch, ouch. Oh, so steady, we shall steady. soon see. <laughs> 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 it's not a PG rating. 
But uh, Wolves, uh, Aston Villa, Tim, 2-0. Was this a statement game? Fantastic performance and top of the table, happy days. It was a statement game. And uh, Matt Doherty said on Friday if they could reproduce the form they showed against teams like Burton against Villa, then it would be a statement. I mean, Villa unbeaten in eight. They've won four on the bounce. You know, Wolves have had a horrible tendency to freeze in games like this when there's a big full house at Molyneux for a big occasion. But they, but they didn't. You know, they play some fantastic football. And, and I think a lot of people seeing Wolves for the first time this season. It was their first game on Sky. They've only got one more before Christmas, by the way. But there's Sky uh, executives uh, knocking their heads against mm. the wall. They've somehow selected only two games of Wolves before Christmas. Anyway, we're happy with that. Um, so no, it, it, it was a statement I thought um, you know some of the things that people are saying you know seasoned watchers of Wolves over 40-50 years you know up there with the best football they've ever seen which which I'd agree with you know they've been better teams in the past but the style of football they're playing is I've never seen anything like it at Molyneux and also the atmosphere I, mean, I speak to Bully yesterday and anyone who's there will remember the 97 going back, going back a bit here the 97 playoff semi-final against Palace when literally we the, the roof came off that it's an astounding atmosphere I'll never forget I it I was there were you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. And Bully says that the atmosphere on Saturday was was as good as that game. And it's hard to disagree, really. Just constant noise for 90 mm. minutes. You know, there's always a lull at Molyneux. Nil-nil, half an hour, you can guarantee they'll go quiet. And managers have mentioned it in the past, but they didn't this time. They sang and sang and sang. And it, and it really pushed the players on. They got better in the second half. And they, they were convincing winners. Because... Really, in the last two years that we've been covering Molyneux, especially at home, it's been a difficult atmosphere to play in, isn't it? Well, I mean, they've had a terrible home record. I think you know they've they've only won eight or nine home games in, in the in each of those two seasons. So yeah, they don't take much to to jump on a bandwagon. These Wolves fans and everyone's buying into it at the moment. There's no negativity. You know, when when Wolves went up under McCarthy ten years ago, he had a lot of doubters. Mick McCarthy did, and Steve Morgan had a lot of detractors as well. That's not the case with Fosun. You know, they're universally popular. They've done more than what they promised in terms of spending money. They said they'd only spent twenty million mm. in two years. They've spent fifty already, and then Nuno he can do no wrong. He can say no wrong. Some of the stuff he says, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> I really hope we win this weekend." And people are forwarding Whoa. on Twitter. Oh, Look at the this great, this great philosopher. Yeah. Um, he can't. He, literally, he can't do any wrong. Nobody can. They're but what in, he's done in on a, the they're in an amazing well. place. I hope they're not peaking too soon, but no. they're in the great place right now. When we were in Austria pre-season. I thought it was very telling that he was the man. He was the main focal point. There's a lot of people who stand on the sidelines, let the first team coach do their job. He was centre circle with his whistle and everyone else was on the outside. He was the main man. He was the main focal point. And I thought that, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, and he's earned the respect of everybody very quickly. A lot of sceptical fans, the players. He's won the players over to the extent where Leo Bonatini, one of the best players in the Championship this season, contributed more goals and assists than any player in the Championship. And he's been dropped for two games. Mm. Now a lot of players would 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 be very annoyed with that, and you know, spit the dummy out, etc. But what's he done? Both games, he's been on the bench. He's come off and scored both times. Just shows you the attitude that he's got, the respect that that everyone's got for Nuno. Um, like I said, everything, everything going very very well. Keith moved around the city. Has it changed? Yeah, definitely. And I think you know, I've been on the Wolves for, for many years as a, as a neutral and as an away fan. And there have been times when I see how they fire up the crowd at the start of the game and the atmosphere is just fantastic. It's a really special place. And I, I sat there and I thought, blimey, you know, how can, how can they lose when they've got the crowd fired up like this? And then you're right, Tim, half an hour in in the past, you know, um, Lee Naylor puts a, a, sliced clear, a sliced clearance into the into the stand and they, you can feel it turn. And then they, you go from... How can they possibly win? Uh, how can they possibly lose? To how can they possibly win because the crowd has turned? But I think you know uh, the whole atmosphere around the club now. Last season was the building blocks of it, and this year around the city and all the Wolves fans that I know, they're fully behind this. And and I think even if Wolves were to to go one goal down now in the past, you'll have seen the crowd turn. I don't think they will now. I think the fans are of a different mood. I think there's a great belief in what they're doing, and I, I genuinely think that they will walk this league from here on in. What were you seen from the players and the teams that they've faced so far? Do you think that, that, that we'll go champions? Because there's an expectation there now, isn't there? Do you think they'll be crowned champions? Do you think that it'll be, for me, it'll be a disaster if they don't go up now? It'll be an absolute disaster from the fans' point of view. I think a lot of people think they're already up. What do you think? Uh, I haven't I've watched a lot of championship teams this season. I haven't seen a better team. I haven't seen a better player than Jota. I haven't seen a better defence yet. Mm. Now, Keith might argue we might see a better one on. Uh, on Saturday, um, <laughs> since I think Preston have conceded fewer than everyone else. We we have, and the goals, some of the goals we've conceded have been have been really poor. Like on, on Saturday, Christ, 
the, uh, the the keepers drop one in the 96th minute on the the blow's foot and it's, mm. he's tapped it in. It's been horrendous. But overall, they, they, we've got a really good defence. Looking at looking at the teams now who are in and around in the championship. Well, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough should be the best team in the league. They should be. They've spent more money than Wolves. They've got a, a, a proven manager in this league, mm-hmm. Gary Monk. Mm-hmm. But and a Fulham, Sheffield Wednesday, these teams should all be up there with Wolves. I mean, Leeds. Leeds. Wolves five to four favourites to win it. I mean, second favourites now. We've got to go all the way back to eight to one. That's Cardiff City now. I can't see well, Cardiff City I winning this championship. I can't see Cardiff keeping it. I, I said, love Warnock, um, but I can't see him keeping it. I up. said a couple of weeks ago. I don't think any team will run away with this league. But the, the more that Wolves carry on doing this, yeah. they're, they're the ones that can do it yeah. because the strength in depth is phenomenal. Mm. You know, if they pick up a couple of injuries, you've got Bonatini on the bench, you had Njoy on the bench the other day, Vanagra yeah. was amazing as Burton, he's dropped. Loads of great players weren't even in the squad, Courtney mm. Hawes can't get a kick. So the strength in depth is, is, is phenomenal and that's why you think if they do pick up some injuries and suspensions, people are going to slot in. Do you know what I think's helped them, Tim, is the fixture list, bizarrely. Because if you look at the team, the teams they've played, and I think you, you pointed out the other day that the game against Villa was the first time they'd beaten the team in the top ten, was it mm, this yeah, season? That's right. And what those early games against some of the some of the lesser teams, as it were, has given them has given them belief and momentum. It's bought Nuno some time and some sort of credibility with the fans, and that means they're going into games now on the on a really positive wave. They've got momentum, as you say, and I think that will carry them a long way. Well, everyone looked at the fixture list at the start. They started with Borough. And yeah, then Derby true. and Hull yeah, away. Yeah, horrendous yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and everyone's thinking, yeah, horrendous on paper. And I remember, I remember, I speak to Bully every week for the column. I remember him saying, I think it's a good thing. We'll catch these teams cold. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and he's right. We, we did and gain confidence and momentum from that. And they've taken it on. Great stuff. Um, how would the listeners like to win? It's back the, an iPad Mini Four. Because we've got an iPad Mini Is 4. Is that what's in the box? We've got an iPad Mini 4 up for grabs this week. I know we didn't offer it last week, but um, we're offering an iPad Mini 4 for one lucky winner. A chance to win it. RRP, £385. Do you know that we're offering this? Kids? No, is it mine? Is it from my office or something? I can't, can't, can't say that, but uh, we, we are offering it. Um, so all you need to do is follow the ENS Wolves podcast and retweet any of the tweets we put out. Uh, with the link to this podcast this week. It's very, very easy. We will be uh, choosing a winner at random on Saturday at midday and they will be in the hat to win. So, you need three goal scorers, three first goal scorers. So I'm going to give you the games this week, guys. You choose who you think is the most likely first goal scorer. Okay? Okay. So it's on your head, be it. Okay. Uh, We'll go to Mr. Harrison first. Huddersfield entertain Manchester United. Keith, who is the most likely first goal scorer in that game, would you say? If you're going to have a bet on anyone, you've got £1,000 to put on, Huddersfield against Manchester United, who's your money on? Lukaku. Lukaku. So Romelu Lukaku is the first person you will need to score to win your iPad. Tim, Chelsea against Watford. Chelsea at home at Stamford Bridge against Watford. Who would you say is the best bet for a first goal scorer in that game? It's not an easy one. Well, you know, Morata will be the one, but I think he's injured. No, he, no, he played, played last, last night. night. Played oh, last did night he? Oh, Morata yeah. then. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay, so Morata. So you think those two should come in? And last one, Keith. We'll come back to you. Manchester City at home, and Wolves opposition as well on Tuesday night against Burnley. Uh, well, I don't like the bloke, but he's banging a few in at the moment, so I'm going to go with Sterling. Sterling, Raheem Sterling, Raheem Sterling. Good luck to the person who has that trio, Ryan Sterling. Uh, so, Romelu Lukaku, uh, Ryan Sterling and Morata. If they score the first goals in the games and you're the person, lucky person chosen, an iPad Mini 4 will be on its way to you. What's Morata's first name? Alvaro. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't, don't give me that. <laughs> I, I know okay. you're struggling with I that. Know, you know, I mean, you just work on whether he's injured or not, okay? Let me do my <laughs> job. Uh, right, okay. Uh, what have we got now? Let's go to... Preston North End because yes, that is let's. the opposition on Saturday. In fact, it's first v fifth. I know Preston are probably incredible. It just unbelievable. New manager um, Alex Neal, and he's doing the business, isn't he? He is, and and I think not only is he doing the business, uh, he's doing it in a style which the fans are absolutely loving. I mean, we we've had a couple of years, well, several years of, of Simon Grayson. <laughs> are you all right? Are you all right there, uh, Nathan? Spot, 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 we trying really hard to make that as quiet as possible <laughs> and fail. The, um, uh, yeah, we've had years of Simon Grayson, and, and much as we like Simon, and, and he, he got us promotion, and uh, obviously he's moved on to Sunderland. His style of play was always setting up not to get beat. And, uh, Shave we, his head as well, thank goodness. Yeah, at about time too. Yeah. Um, but it looks weird now. But um, 
you know, we've had we've had that style, the Simon Grayson classic style of setting up not to get beat. Uh, it's not working very well at Sunderland for him, but there we are. And um, you know, uh, Alex Neal's come in and he's built on that. And funnily enough, the one thing we thought we'd struggle with would be defensively because Alex Neal's got a much more attacking approach. He made clear that that's, that was going to be the, the style. And the defence has been the best defence in the league. And to make it even uh, even more impressive is that um, our main defender, Tom Clark, who's been our captain for a few years, mm-hmm. he's, he's been out for several months and he's not going to be back for several months. Um, we've replaced him with a, a, a lad who's come up through the ranks, Ben Davis, who's been absolutely outstanding for us. And also Greg Cunningham, who is the, the captain who replaced, uh, stepped up and replaced Tom Clark as captain. He's out with a long-term injury. We've replaced him with um, a lad called Josh Earl, who's come up through the ranks as well. He's only 18 years old and he's absolutely outstanding. When we beat Birmingham the other week, Harry Redknapp said we'd be lucky to keep hold of him uh, for very long. And I think he's right because the big boys will come looking for this lad. He's, he's six foot odd. He, he's well built. He's quick. He's got a trick. He's for 18 years old. He's one of the best prospects I think I've ever seen at Deepdale. And you know, for us to to be able to replace two key players with two kids up through the ranks has just been outstanding. And you travel very well. Obviously, you've yeah. been in Blues. You've, you've beaten Hull recently, but you've drawn at Borough. Should have won. Fulham, Leeds. Should have won. Oh, sh- I'll tell you what, Nathan. These, these are good. We should have won all those games. Let's go through them. I mean. Middlesbrough, God, they were lucky to get away mm-hmm. with it. Oh, Against yeah. Leeds, uh, Josh Harrop at the bar. Fulham, you know, 2-0 up. Uh, and what happened was we lost three key players, interestingly, for, for the Wolves game this week. We lost three key players. Um, they had to go off. And uh, Middlesbrough, uh, Fulham just came back into it. Even then, you know, 95 minutes, five minutes injury time signalled. As always, the referee plays 96. They score with the last kick of the game after the keeper has a nightmare. But... Um, you know, we we should really be top of the league, and I, I know that sounds insane, but some of the um, the points we've dropped at home against against Millwall, we've dominated these teams. And much as Jordan Hugill is is coming on and improves every year, I think if we had a, a killer striker up front, we, we'd be uh, we'd be doing even better than we are now. And of course, at the start of the season, I mean, if things worked out differently, maybe on on deadline day, Hugill yeah. could be. Well, sorry, that's ironic right that Keith says that because yeah, they, they wanted him to be their, their main striker this season. It never happened. I mean, it didn't happen. What was interesting about that was the reaction that I saw on social media and talking to Wolves fans that I know. They were saying, oh, God, anybody but Hugo, yeah. we don't want him. And I swear, if, if, if Wolves had signed him and he played for them, Wolves fans would absolutely love him because he is a heart and soul player who just gives everything for the shirt in every game that he plays. And, you know, sometimes he gets taken off after 70 minutes because he's run himself into the ground. He gets nothing back from referees. Um, and, and it's technically, I remember the last podcast we did, I was you know, questioning his technical ability, but you know he's improving year on year. He scored an absolute wonder goal, goal of the season against Villa last season, ran from the halfway line, beat, beat three players, took it in the top corner. The last home game against Sunderland, he scored a volley from the edge of the box, which you know was absolutely superb. And I think Wolves fans... They might go for him again in, in January. He might be something they're looking at just to give him a different option because he is very physical. He would give you some. He's not as mobile as, as Bonatini, I don't think, but he'd certainly be a decent option uh, for him. North End would be looking for silly money now. They're talking about £12 million, um, which you know is incredible. Uh, Mick McArthur was looking at him for two or three uh, only 12 months ago. But that's the way the market's gone, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think what you're saying there about about the reaction from Wolves fans, yeah, it was was interesting. I think it'd have been a good addition as well. But I think I think fans have had enough of these uh, workhorses as as he's perceived that just work hard uh, for little reward. Bod Varson did it last year. Yeah, hardest working player at the club. Three goals. Dave Edwards split opinion for, for ten years, but again, one of the hardest workers you'd ever come across. But Wolves have been down that route and, and it's got them nowhere. So I think. With all these technically gifted players that were coming in during the summer, they wanted more of that and not someone as, as Hugel is perceived. But I, I agree, it would have been a good addition. Excellent. Right, let's take some questions. We'll move on. We'll, we'll obviously come back to this game. We've got two or three more segments about it. So we'll do this in depth. But there's plenty of questions, uh, mainly from Mr. Spears. But Keith, you can uh, chip in, please. Uh, let's have a look. First one is from Dan Mason. Dan Mason. Uh, Dan the man. Danny like Dan. Mason 11. Uh, has Tim Spears come up with a suitable adjective for when wolves are beyond filth? <laughs> uh, not a clean one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, Usable one? Uh, no. no. 
Um, it's, it seems kind of caught the imagination that word. Everyone started using it now. Hmm. So I'll just. Are you, I'll, are you saying you're a trendsetter? Uh, I've just started a catchphrase. So okay. I've, got many, I've got many catchphrases, but that's 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 my favourite. Some would disagree with that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think of one, Dan. I think of one. Okay. Uh, Have you got any catchphrases now? Well, well, hello. Well, hello. My in, my in, introduction happy days. to this. Happy days. Well, Jack, Jake Gallagher says that. How many times will I and Judah say happy days in this episode? Uh, I'm going five. I think I've had a couple already, so we shall soon see. I guess in 20 minutes in, so you could be on with that. We'll see. Uh, Simon Rickards says, "Who would you say big side? The man, the main uh, man. The, the main, the main man. I think he's cooking. Best chef so in town. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's he, what's he bringing us on Saturday? Um, I think." Oh, he said, um, post-holder gifts, uh, 12 poppy seed and 12 American-style chocolate chip muffins, oh. which will get devoured first. Keith, you're going to the game as well, so maybe you can uh, indeed. Yeah. Get, in, get in with this, uh, this, this muffin malarkey. Muffin <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm taking my other half and it's her birthday, so I'll treat her to oh, I don't think delighted about that. She is. Um, <laughs> you don't do butter pies, do you, at, at Molyneux? They, they do bolty pies. Too. No, we do those ones where it's got like solid mushy peas. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that, I thought it was soap or something. Somebody said, "Is that what it was? It was a I solid so. mushy peas." That's what someone suggested. It looked disgusting. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now, if you don't do butter pies, then we'll we'll probably pass. Okay. Um, well, yeah, well, there's Mr. Teaker outside. I don't know if you've ever. Yeah, I've seen Mr. Teaker quite a lot. Yeah, nice never, guy. never actually uh, taken any of his yeah. stuff, but yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so, um, but he asked anyway um, would you have Leo or Helder start on Saturday given that uh, Leo's impact versus Villa I was saying this on the video yesterday I would drop Helder Costa this it's weekend. unbelievable isn't I, it that um, we're even saying that it is unbelievable but he's started two games Burton Villa he's come off early in both games and he, he's not fit yet he's not fit He um, he's not quite on it yet so but you've got mm. Bonatini who's making such a contribution I thought he changed the game when he came on at half time he offers. Uh, he's, he's that pivot, that pivotal player that brings it all together in the final third for Wolves. Costa, yeah, I'd, I'd drop him for now. Martin Webb asks. Uh, well, it's just for Luke Hatfield, so he's not he's not here today. But how long does it take you to shave the beard? The beard, get it off. I think he has had it off. Yesterday. He has. Yeah, he's, he's, he looks very peer very, pressure. Very trim now. Yeah, peer pressure. Yeah. Um, is your best friend called Wilson? I like that. I quite like that. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Uh, this one, uh, the Widginator says, um, how much longer is Phil Afusu, that guy, out for? And do you think uh, he'll have a place in the squad this season? Do you think he'll have a place? Uh, he's due back in January at the earliest. Do you think we'll see him, though? Well, he's this season, Silvio, isn't he? So yeah. I'm not sure when we'll see him. It's, it's a shame. and I, I've said this before. I don't know what happens if Matt Doherty gets injured because there's no obvious right wing-back replacement. Mm. He would be the one. So, yeah, due back in January. I haven't had an update for a few weeks, but, yeah, mm. hopefully... He'll be fine. David Sutton. Will expectations take a dive if we draw or if the unthinkable happens and Wolves lose to Preston? No, I don't think so. Uh, the, the two defeats so far this season, there's not there's not been the usual panic and drama. And I um, I don't think a point will be a disastrous result by any means on Saturday. So. Keith, no, do you think it'll be? Do you think they'll be down? I think they'll be pretty down if they don't win. I think it's really interesting. In you know, there's a hashtag that you might see on a Saturday night, whereby after we've played teams, you get home fans all turning out, or, or whoever we've played, saying, "Oh, we should be beating teams like Preston." The North End fans have adopted this now, with a hashtag. It's teams like Preston, and people say it all the time. They perceive us as God knows what, unglamorous, you know, flat caps, mm -hmm. whippets, whatever you want to say, all them terrible cliches. And, uh, you know, they are surprised when we turn up. We haven't got any star players. And, you know, we give, pe we give people a good, uh, a good game. And I think, um, I think it's not unthinkable for Wolves to lose against North End. North End will give them a good game. I watched the Villa game on, on TV the other day. North End are a better side than Villa. And uh, they'll offer more than, than Villa. It'll be a really, really good game. I, I, to be honest with you, I expect Wolves to win it, uh, just given their resources and, and the team and the players they've got. But... I think North End will give them a good game. I mean, I hope not, Judo. I would add, I hope not. We, we don't we don't want this drama if they, if they lose. Well, they mm. will lose games this year. They will go through a bad a bad spell. They, they may drop out of the top two in the next, in, well, on Saturday or next yeah. couple of weeks. Mm. So um, Nuno's spoken about this. So have the players. They need the fans with them. It's, it's got to be a different mentality, I think, this year yeah. to what we've seen at Molyneux in the past. And it, it would be really beneficial to the team. You know, I've spoke to managers about this in the past. It... <laughs> It's difficult for them to come out and say it when they're the manager. Mm -hmm. they, but but Molyneux can be a big problem. It can be a, a really sure. difficult place to play. We don't want that this season if there are a couple of bad results. I think it could be that. On, the only thing I'm clinging on to, Tim, is after the Lord Mayor's show. Because mm. the wave of euphoria after the big game against Villa, all the Wolves fans were up for it. It was incredible atmosphere. And, and I'm hoping 
that you know they'll they'll just think oh it's little old Preston you know da 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 they'll just turn up and we'll just roll over them and and that'll be that and that's you know one of the things in our favour hopefully but you know, reading Danny Bart's comments today he says that won't happen but you know well, maybe it will well, it won't from his point of view because because he's a sensible lad but you know complacency is a pitfall I thought we saw it against Barnsley at home a few weeks ago. Um, they didn't turn up in the first half. A lot of fans mentioned complacency. I think that's an obvious potential weakness for Wolves that, they, that they've got to overcome. OK, a couple of last uh, quick questions, and we haven't got to all on the day, but the ones that we haven't covered we'll, we'll get to next week. Sam Byrne, uh, I know Tim said he doesn't celebrate, but if we get promotion, are you both going to celebrate in the press box during the game that takes us up? Ha. I thought that was Villa. I thought you'd already got it. <laughs> No, this, 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 this comes up a lot. Fans are, are desperate for me to celebrate in the press box. I, I, I don't get it. I'll leave that to you for some, for some bizarre reason. Some you, I don't celebrate. Uh, you, yes, you do. I don't celebrate. You were out of like chair at yeah. Anfield. Uh, you were, yes, Anfield. You were giving it the big in against Barnsley. Come I wasn't on. giving the big in against it's, Barnsley. It's on video, man. Don't, don't <laughs> deny it. <laughs> um, uh, I'll celebrate after the game. If, oh dear. If, if Wolves win promotion. He's busy, he's got work to do, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got to tweet goal, I understand that. Um, Dan Preston, uh, with a striker inevitably arriving in January. Dan Preston. Great name. <laughs> <laughs> um, who will suit this team style of play and give us that extra push towards promotion? Hugh Gill. Good, um, good question. I, I mean, out of the ones they were linked with in the summer, I thought Silla would have gonna, done a good job from QPR. I know he's not he's not quite set the world alight this year. Um, it, you kind of want a bit of an all-rounder. You want someone mobile, but you want someone physical at the same time who's going to get in the six-yard box and tap the ball into the net. You know, they're few and far between, these kind of all-round strikers. Bonatini's perfect to the style that, that they play. Just typing in Portuguese free... Yeah, yeah. Look, look at look at the Porto reserve yeah. team. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Um, let's move on, Tim. Obviously, we are global. Yep. But where are we massive in this week, Tim Spears? Where aren't we massive? In, where Nathan? aren't we massive in this uh, week? We've had a massive week. Huge week. Massive. I did week. see that. Uh, about four k was it? Four thousand people. Not including iTunes listeners, everybody. So that is massive. Top draw. Thank you very much for listening. Keep on going. Uh, big week in Greece this week uh, for Greece. some reason. Massive Greece. week in Greece. Seventh on our list. Been we to Greece. Eight, Eighteen listens in Greece. Been to Greece. Uh, been to Malia. That's in Greece, isn't it? Is it? Is that the party oh, place, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Club, clubbing days. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Less said about that, the better. Keith, been to Greece? Yeah. Not nice, been to Malia. Nice place? No, no not been to Malia. Been to proper, <laughs> more cultured places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big week in Cyprus as well. Ah. Into Greece, of course, with uh, 10 listens in Cyprus. Ten listens in Are you in Napa, Tim? You've been there? No, not been no, there. really? <laughs> Curious. We'll be there. If Wolves win promotion, we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, big week in Cyprus, unusually. Uh, big week in Portugal. The Portuguese guys oh, are trying to get they're. the extra info. I love it. Uh, not the Island Islands this week. Sadly. No, Tommy. No, no Tommy Why? this week. Don't, he's I gone don't anti. Know. Don't know what's going he's just, on. He's just not the same person he was last year. No, it's not the same, is it? It's, it's just never been. It's almost like, I don't know. I don't know whether he's been, whether we, we went too far with the abuse. I think you did. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> uh, taking the mick out of his... Out of his country it was not, getting, not the country but when he said that the favourite English show is Faulty Towers I'm thinking I'd be 20 or 30 years behind so <laughs> oh, I've no, just no, carried no, on no, the banter I know it came about I know it came about oh, yeah. oh, anyway sorry, Tommy sorry, if Tommy. you're listening you know we're very sorry come back Tommy uh, anyway, we have made it. So we have made it somewhere new. This no, week. We can, there's no more new countries. Honestly, I've ne never seen this on the list before. Wow, uh, we've made it. Made it massive in in Aruba. Aruba. Made it in Aruba. Aruba. Someone, someone, and we know who because he tweeted us. Did he? Someone Fair has play. listened in Aruba this week. That's somewhere is, that we should. I feel should be a location podcast in the future. Yeah, uh, PJ Miles one eight nine. Oh, PJ. I presume you're on holiday, but if you live there and you want to invite us out to do the podcast in Welcome. Aruba. We'll probably do that. I'll fly where is where is the ruby tip? Ah, good, it's in the South Caribbean Sea. Almost like a tea. Caribbean, there. Caribbean. Thank you. <laughs> Not American. It's, it's eighteen miles north of Venezuela. Excellent. Okay. Uh, it's only twenty miles long, and six miles wide. Is it? Yes, it's tiny. Beachy. It's <laughs> tiny. It's one of four countries that are in the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Believe it or not, uh, along uh -huh. with along with the Netherlands. Yeah. Curacao. And Saint Martin. Oh, well pronounced. Uh, Curacao is that what they call the League Cup these days? <laughs> the Curacao Cup. Uh, so only four countries in the kingdom. It's not not the best kingdom. Small kingdom. Uh, trying its best. Seventy five percent Roman Catholic. Aruba. Mm. 
Um, it's got a small population. Any any guesses on that on population for Aruba? Uh, I'm normally pretty bang on here. Mm. I'm gonna say four, one sixty-five thousand. Sixty-five thousand. Twelve thousand. Uh, it's 104,000, same population as uh, Gillingham. Uh, unlike Gillingham, it averages 30 degrees Celsius all year round. Nice. Oh, okay, fair Very enough. nice. Gillingham only nine months of the year. Uh, a bit of a vote on their football team. They do have a football team. Do they? Uh, it's a football team that's never qualified for a World Cup, a Gold Cup, or a Caribbean Cup. Yeah. They're not having a great time of it. Um, they're managed by former Heracles defender Rini Coolen. Oh, player. definitely not just in it for a long holiday. He's taking it very seriously. And their FIFA ranking is, any guesses? 204th. 204th. Oh, uh, 196, two places above Scotland. Uh, 179. <laughs> how would it seem worse than them? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and finally, a, bit, a few towns and cities this week. Uh, yeah. We're big in Bangalore. We're just doing Bangalore nice, this week. Nice, nice. Uh, in Attleborough. Any ideas where that is, Judah? Um, Scotland. Dave, David Attleborough. <laughs> uh, Massachusetts oh, Boston uh, and Bass Church let's do Bass New, Church New Zealand in Shropshire oh, close. pretty okay. close and yeah. finally in Aia uh, A-I-E-A all the vowels uh, Dubai Keith any ideas uh, Shropshire again uh, Hawaii it's yeah. close, it's close. <laughs> uh, so thanks to everyone for listening this week thank you very very much to everyone um, right well let's talk uh, let's go back to Preston big game Saturday uh, Preston four to one outsiders, despite their their lofty position at fifth in the four league. Four to one, that's worth four a to bet. One. De- decent price, race. decent yeah. price. Wolves four to five, so uh, odds on for the game. But who are the three players from a Wolves point of view? Who are the three players to to look out for on the Preston side? Would you say, Keith? I would say our our key man that he's just come back in the side in, in recent weeks is Ben Pearson, and we picked him from um, from Man United. And he, I think he'd won their Young Player of the Year in their reserves for a, a couple of years. And he is absolutely outstanding. He's, he's not that big physically, but he's, he's an enforcer, he's a battler. Uh, Wolves fans might remember Mark Rankin. He's sort of a bit like Mark Rankin. Shabba Rankin. Shabba. But with, uh, with a bit more, he's, he's a bit more feisty. So I think Ben Pearson will sit um, just in front of the back four and, uh, and can operate really well. I think Tom Barkusen is absolute lightning and um, again those two are two of the players who came off against Fulham last week what's, and what's the fitness update on, on Barkusen uh, I think he said it was just a bit of cramp so he's likely to play but he hadn't trained the previous week so there's a chance he might not play but I think most North End fans will be hoping he will because he's, he's outstanding for us Pearson is the key man who, who makes things tick but we, when he was out we coped quite well and of course up front has to be Big Geord Hugh Gill mm-hmm. and you know yeah. he's, he's not to everybody's cup of tea he's not, he's not to Danny Bart's cup of tea I'll tell you that a, well, few, uh, a few rounds last year yeah I mean he's Danny Bart's type of player I mean he's not particularly mobile but I think you know Danny Bart and him would be a good battle to keep an eye on throughout the game so I love Danny Bart I think he's fantastic uh, but Hugh Gill is a, is a good honest player and you know I think it'd be a good battle that. Excellent news. Um, Tim, do you want what time for? Look out for a few fouls, by the way. Just oh, is he oh. niggly? Most, uh, mo- most fouls in the league. That's true, actually. And, really? and, and yeah. most bookings in the league. Do you know why, Tim? Do you know why? It's the referees are an absolute disgrace. No, Jordan Hugill yeah. cannot get a, a decision, no matter what he does. He has he he had the living daylights kicked out of him, and I'm sure Danny Bart will do it again this week. But, you know, whatever happens, the referees just won't give him any. And do you know who the referee is this week, Tim? No, I haven't seen no. Uh, a guy called Steve Martin. Oh, um, Naked no. Gun? Yes. Oh, no, Naked no. Gun. So no, oh, no. What, what game was it we had? Funny oh. you should say that. It okay. wasn't Naked Gun. Steve Martin wasn't in the Naked oh, no, Gun. No, no. Planes, trains and automobiles. Oh, yeah, okay. But anyway, Steve Martin, he is the guy who sent off two Newcastle players. He is a bit of a nightmare. He's got a terrible track record. And funny you should mention Steve Martin, the Hollywood star, mm. because all the angry Newcastle fans were all tweeting Steve Martin. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and it was Steve Martin, the Hollywood star. But do you know where, where, where Steve Martin, the referee, is actually from? No. Oh, is he Staffordshire? Staffordshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, forgive my sort of like pre-1970s geography, but uh, isn't Wolverhampton in Staffordshire? I think uh, someone said who we support, because I tweeted out before the Bristol City game when he was, he was terrible. And um, well, yes, I said always oh, a Staffordshire fan. Might be in for a few decisions today, everybody. Hint, hint on Twitter. And yeah, yeah. Everyone, it was awful, absolutely dreadful for, for from a Wolves point of view in that Bristol City game. As people remember, 
So um, yeah, he's not a Wolves fan. Someone did someone did tweet me saying I think he's a Newcastle fan. Maybe he's a Newcastle fan. He's sure two Newcastle sure players. I think I think in all honesty, as a serious point here, is mm. that is that the standard of refereeing in the Championship is ill befitting uh, uh, the status mm. of the of the league as it is now. Correct. You look at the size of some of the teams in there, the the, the professionalism of, of everything to be one what one of the top four leagues in Europe, I think, in the terms of attendances. Mm-hmm. And the standard of refereeing is absolutely appalling. Mm. And, you know, that's not just that's not just me. I went on the, the, the North End Sunderland game the other week and the referee was getting booed from both sets of fans quite rightly. Uh, you know, he turned down, to be fair, a couple of really decent Sunderland penalty appeals. You know, it, it's, uh, the standard really needs looking at because, you, you know... Uh, the only thing I can say in favour of uh, Wolves fans on this one is that nine times out of ten, it's the bigger team that gets the the decisions. Yeah, and we had a lot we had a lot worse decisions last year. Nuno will agree with you, and he'll say it's terrible. I think I think it's got better for Wolves this year. But the standard of the championships moved on so much; it's quicker, players are stronger. There's so much more money in it, but the referees have not improved no. at all, and they've probably got worse. If anything, I think both ways. You know, it's bad when when they the both sets of fans are doing the referee, and that that is a sign of a really bad ref, and it, it happens all the time. Tackle mode, aggressive from, from Preston on Saturday, would you say? Uh, well, we, we play a high-pressing game, and I think this is one of the things that Alex Neal's brought in. That you know, And it's really, really disappointing that Sean Maguire, who Tim will know that I've been on about Sean Maguire all season, he's uh, pulled his hamstring after half an hour against uh, against Fulham, and he's, he's a big doubt for the game. So, um, you know, I think one of the things that we lost against Fulham was that Maguire went off, Barkusen went off, and Pearson went off, and... We play a high-pressing game, and you know when we lose those three players, Neil said himself in the the post-match interview, the lads who came on don't play with the same energy, which tells you a lot about you know the, the depth of the squad is not quite there. But um, yeah, we, we we press very high up the pitch, and I don't think we'll give Wolves a, a minute's uh, rest. But it depends on the referee. You know, I'd like to see Wolves against uh, North End. He's a proper old-school fixture, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you want a referee who, who understand it and let the game flow. Uh, you don't want to see too many uh, Portuguese lads rolling around on the floor, Tim. If they get you know a nice fifty-fifty you, you, from you, Ben you, Pearson, you will, you will so if that. you could have a word with Nuno beforehand, right. that would be you know. Nuno be out of his box. It's a um, quickly It's uh, you know it'd be good to see a proper a referee let the game flow a bit and and let two teams get stuck in, but you know. I doubt it. Well, it's nice. It's nice to see the Wolves lads actually you know giving it back in the last few weeks because the first few weeks they weren't taking it well at all, getting kicked all over the place and just moaning to the ref. But now Jota Jota will give it back. Mm -hmm. He will give him a kick in. It's what what you want to see. Whatever happens, I'm sure the referee will get plenty of abuse. And that brings us nicely on to... It is Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the Week! Okay, we've got some abuse. Here we go. Tim Spears, you are, I mean, Keith Harrison, you could have some abuse. Keith's got his head in his hands. He they actually believe. sing that live. I thought it was some <laughs> terrible jingle that they'd recorded, but I had to sit here with one out of the side of me and they did that live. You, you oh. could have joined him a bit freestyle. No, no, there'll it? be some yeah. abuse later. Put the P45 under that box, you don't know that, yeah. <laughs> uh, So, um, what, what abuse have we got, Tim Spears? I've got a couple this week. Uh, Keith, have you got any abuse that you, I mean, you must get a little bit on, on Twitter as well? I've been, I've been winding the, the, the few Wolves fans up on Twitter over the, the past mm. day or so mm. and just, just tweeting out a few, uh, few Hugel, uh, a few Hugel goals. Um, but no, I, 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 you know, I think... Because we're, we're non-blockers, aren't we? I don't block. I, I think I blocked one or two early doors when I first got onto Twitter. Yeah. And they still go on about it now, the people, they get their mates to come oh, up yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah. like it's like actually I probably only blocked about ten people and mm. then I, I realised actually who cares? And you know you've got to have a thick skin on it. And uh, I think if, if you're a blocker, then then there's something sort of lacking in your in your character. I've blocked right. hundreds. I've got to what? say, what? I have blocked what? hundreds. We just take <laughs> a different, different approach to this. <laughs> I've got a lot of people. I have sympathy for Tim. To be honest, uh, you, you do you do get dogs abuse sometimes. Uh, a lot of it warranted, but no. It's, um, I've been told now because the amount of people you block that I've got to now put the story out from my tweet because <laughs> they can't see your story because you blocked them. Let them back in, Tim. Why not have an amnesty yeah, and on. clear everybody you've blocked? Yeah. Go on. That would be terrible. <laughs> Why? It'd be, it'd be like be that. Bit, Tim, nobody cares. It's what's social media. Nobody in, uh, cares. Is it Love Actually or something? Or when what's Reese Evans opens the door and there's everyone outside 
uh, yelling at him. What's that film? You know what I mean? It'd be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open, open the door to the mob. Yeah. Well, we're not, we're not giving them Tim, your address. These, are, these aren't the mob. These are, these are your public, Tim. These are horrible people. What? Sorry. There's a couple of right sorts on there. All they do is just slag me off. But not, not in yeah, a I'm sorry way. about that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd had a drink. So what have we got? Abuse this week, Tim. What have we got? Uh, not much this week. I haven't, uh, well, I haven't, I haven't annoyed the Albion mm-hmm. fans like last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so just Stu Davis Stu Davis Stewie D took issue with mine and Luke's appearance oh, this oh. week on the video uh, two absolute scruffs he says <laughs> quite right uh, <laughs> I agree Luke do, yes. do your tie up have a shave and comb your hair who says this says. Stuart Stuart Davis absolutely right well played. Well said Sam so, so Luke has shaved off his beard so I can yes. say Luke, uh, Luke's going to have to start blocking people he's obviously straight on with it, chopping it off ties have been up and that was my instruction yeah. in a few days so it's really? all going to be rectified Stu all rectified is that the only thing worry. you've got for me that's all I've got this week okay, everyone's excellent. very happy this week just uh, give me a bit of time before I because my screen's gone to saver mode no so just uh, buy me a little bit of time that. spontaneity Okay, still not working. That's excellent news. Let me just put my... Oh, there we are. We're back in. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got a little bit of abuse um, after the Villa game. I put a certain tweet out, which um, I guess was in the same um, type as Mr. Ja used to tweet out with his um, with his transfer dealings, with a few oh, brackets yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, a few little um, a few little emojis and plus and divided by signs and stuff that no one really understands apart from himself. Um, I got um, a little bit of abuse from a guy called Simon Villa 26 dot dot. Um, he said, you stupid little... S- S- Simon Villa? Yes. Do you reckon that's his real name? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you stupid little something head. I think he's referring to some kind of genitalia on my forehead, potentially. I don't right, know. Right, OK. Yeah. Um, I'll be waiting for you at Villa Park. Oh, bad man. I'll be waiting a while because it's the 10th of March when the two teams play again. So I think you'd be better uh, get some thermals on, pal. But yeah, that, that was nice. Du, du, du. Uh, we also get um, Zed by Zed. Have you seen that? Zed times Zed. We've got no. a bit of abuse from him. No. Um, he's got like a, a mask of Guy Fawkes, so I think very oh. topical. Oh, I think I blocked him. Oh, okay. Why? Um, when we're doing our videos, who the hell cares? Uh, these two... Um, well, you do, mate, because you've responded to it. Absolutely. Um, these two look like they need to go to the gym sooner rather than later. Can't oh, listen to their incessant does. ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> don't speak, don't speak about Nathan like that. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. Um, so, yeah, thanks very much. So, yeah, that was Abuse of the Week, sponsored by Douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right. Before we get onto the quiz... Mm. Um, we shall what time is now 40 minutes okay we'll do a quick fantasy 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 Premier League this week I oh think we'll just go to the next section no I don't think we will um, I had a decent mm. week um, now 7th in the league remember the top 3 people to finish in the fantasy league this year will be getting a Nando's lunch with Mr Me and Mr Spirit do you know that Express and Star funding that uh, really well yes, I've most four. things so yeah and, uh, and a Nando's um, the people who beat me and Tim me and Tim will get a free cost of coffee and of course, the one who wins will come onto the podcast to record a show oh, in the God. near future. So plenty up for grabs. Um, and it's a good thing that I'm seventh, Tim, in the league because you had out of 340 people last week the worst week out of any single person last week with 19 points. This week, you've got the second worst week out of any single person. Are you you've got 20 me? points. Oh my God. Out of 350 people, you were 284th in the league. You played oh. your wild card. <laughs> Already, you've got two Albion players on your side. What's going on? Nothing wrong with Albion players. They get plenty of clean sheets. Well, there's plenty of questions here saying that why have you got Albion players on your side? So yeah, call yourself a Wolves fan. I think people should start blocking you for this. (laughs) (laughs) Please explain yourself because that's pretty well. What's going on? I had two really good weeks, two weeks before, and then Morata got injured. It's thirty-eight weeks. It's all gone wrong. It's called making transfers. It's all gone wrong. I bought Harry Kane in this week. Bournemouth at home. Yeah, done nothing. Yeah. I'm having a nightmare. So why why are 283 people doing better than you? Because I'm not very good at the game. You're not very good at the game, are you? But you were so confident and bullish at the start of the season. A bit like Ricky Lambert's uh, (laughs) bet at the start of last year. I don't think I was. I think you're the bullish one, but you are... Correct. You're doing very well. Okay, thank you. But you do much. spend hours doing it. I do, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this, is a, this is a two minute Saturday morning thing for me. Yeah, I should it's probably, probably put a bit more effort into 14th, it. 14th season for me, so uh, it should be interesting. Right, almost on to quiz. But first of all, let's see how the teams are going to line up. How do you think the teams are going to line up on Saturday? It's Wolves against Preston. Uh, let's go with the Wolves side of things first, Tim. Uh, Tim. Tim, when you do this, can you just list the, the, what these players cost? 
as you cool. go through it. Yes. Mate of mine yes. said, mate of mine said, Keith, if you go on the podcast, yeah. don't mention money. But I can't not. I can't not. But I, I think it's not as bad as it sounds, is it? Um, it is quite bad. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if we go through the team, there's a free transfer in goal by yeah, the name Ruddy. Of John Ruddy. Yeah, good keeper. Yeah. Uh, Danny Bart will play, I think, Come through the, the ranks. academy. Yeah. Cody, two million. Uh, two million, yeah, I'll top this up. Yeah. And Miranda, two and a half. Oh, should, just for two and a half. No room yeah. for Willie Bolly now. Uh, just say, so, yeah, so Willie Bolly's back in training. How much was he? He's on loan. Yeah. That's a recurring theme. Uh, I don't think he'll. I mean, he's the best defender at the club, Willie Bolly. But I, I, after two clean sheets, I'm not sure. Very how, difficult. Not sure to... justify dropping somebody, especially mm-hmm. if he's not fully fit, and it'll mm-hmm. be a bit of a high octane game. So yeah. 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 Uh, Doherty will stay at right wing back. How much was Doherty? He was about seventy k. Yeah, he's a good player. Good player. Uh, Ruben Neves will start in midfield. Ooh, Ruben Neves. Fifteen. Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Yeah. 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 More than um, we've spent in our entire history, Tim, but there you go. <laughs> uh, Sace, Sace will still be midfield. Sace. He was two million. Yeah. Two million. Douglas will stay at left wing back. He's one million. Mm-hmm. No, just a million, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the front three, I do think I do think he'll bring Bonatini in. I do. Just, yeah. just judging on what happened at second half against Villa, mm-hmm. Wolves looks a much more cohesive attacking unit. So I think Bonatini will start. He's on loan, Keith. Uh, Cavalero, who's seven million. Yeah. And Jota, who's on loan. Have they not got a deal in place to sign Jota? Uh, it's not done. But how much ho- is that going to be? Hoping to buy him for, I don't know the exact figure. I know it's not it's not a club record. 10, 11, do you reckon? So I would guess about 12. 12. 12 well, we're going to put him down as 12, Tim. So that's four and a half. And then do you reckon Five, the right 20, side from your point of view? Uh, 23, yes. Yeah, I think just, just that one change. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they look so much better with Bonatini on. Mm-hmm. You may start with Costa again. Costa was, I, the Costa was thirteen million, so that's that's an expensive bench. I worked that out to be over forty million. Now then, on Twitter, mm. a couple of North End fans pointing mm. out mm. that the the Wolves team has cost more than forty. Wolves fans are going, ah, oh, no, where are you getting this forty million from? Well, you've just been through it there, yeah. Yeah. forty million pound, and that's with a couple of players. Is Bolly is he on loan? Or Bolly's is? on loan. Costa's the one that brings it up with thirteen million. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I mean, you know, it's a forty million pound team, so Wolves should be running through it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the league and. You know, fair play to them because they a lot of teams. Be, they, I, should, they should be top yeah, two. But, you know, fair play to Wolves because you look at some teams like Villa, who spent what fourteen million on McCormack last season, twelve million. Yeah, yeah. You know, Codger. Codger. Yeah. The, these are not some sort of fourteen million wages. pound Hogan. players. Hogan, you know, they spent ten Ridiculous. eleven on him. Adoma. You know, well, 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 Wolves spent twenty seven last season and finished fifteenth. Yeah, there you so go. it just shows mm-hmm. you, and I don't think anyone's expected them to do as, as well as they are so quickly. Because no. there's, there's 12 new players here, mm-hmm. and 11 of them are playing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one, one week or the next. So to mould them all together so quickly, I've I've not seen that before, to be honest. Do I you think, think they'll keep it up? People always say this when with foreign players, don't they? Somebody said to me the other day, "Do you think Wolves will keep it up when the weather turns?" It's it's a it's a legitimate question, and, and people. I mean, Danny Bart took issue with that last Saturday, so that's a very old-fashioned stereotype. I think it is, but you know, it's still what people are saying. Yeah, but J- Jota and Neves, you know, the two best players, they're twenty years old. They're mm. in England for the first time. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how they how they handle it. It could, it could, could be an issue. Yeah. How are we going to line up, Preston, Mr. Uh, Harrison? Well, uh, Chris Maxwell in goal, free transfer. Uh, uh, Donald Fisher at uh, left back. Hopefully, we'll be back after missing the last game with suspension. Um, free Riley's, transfer. Do you want to write these costs down as well? Uh, the the, it's just gonna be free, 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 the yeah. Cumbrian Cannavaro, oh, Paul Huntington. At, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen out for the chance. At, uh, at centre half, uh, free transfer. Um, ben Davis, uh, the centre half, up through the ranks, free transfer, no cost. Uh, and Josh Earl. Uh, up through the ranks, 18-year-old. So free transfer. So the, the best back five in the league, Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't <laughs> that. Net cost zero. Zero. So uh, well done, my boys. Um, ben Pearson probably sit just in front. I'm hoping with John Welsh uh, brings experience to it. We, we normally play a four-two-three-one formation, and I think with the the attacking power that Wolves have got, I would like to see Pearson and Welsh. Uh, Welsh brings leadership and experience to it, and he also. Gives that you know the defensive sheen there that that we probably need against Wolves because I think we're going to be on the back foot, um, and then breaking out from them, they're three three in front. Barkusen, who's got pace to pick the ball up and carry it sort of fifty yards. Daniel Johnson, uh, sorry, Barkusen's a free transfer as well, nice. as well as John Welsh. Um, Daniel Johnson, oh, we paid big money for him, fifty thousand from Aston oh, Villa. Oh, hello. Uh, you know, outstanding signing, Daniel Johnson. God knows what he's worth these days, but he's he's having a great season. 
Uh, Josh Harrop, I think we probably paid Man United some compensation for him, but not much. Um, I, I think he's likely to come in for Maguire. That's the talk this morning. I'd like to see him come in for Maguire. I think he's he's done really well when he's played. It's between him and some Arsenal lad that we've got on on loan, Stefan Mavadidi, who's yeah. He plays. He's played for. He's he's had a few sort of cameos so far. To be honest with you, he he doesn't look the part. He doesn't look ready. He's only nineteen. Um, he's highly rated at Arsenal, but I, I, he hasn't done much for North End so far. Uh, and up front, you know, the big signing, the big money man, Jordan Hugill, 20,000 from Port Vale. Um, club, club, you know. club record signing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know our entire our entire team will be out for well under 400 grand or, or around less than half a million. I say, all, all joking aside, mm. you know the job. That I, I, I thought that well, Alex Neil's a great manager, but I thought it'd take a bit of time. Yeah. The loss of Grace and the loss of McGeady, but fair play, they've. Mm. they've um, They've worked out a way how to beat teams in this league very quickly. He, he's, he's, his attitude and his approach is is very, very bullish. He will just oh, attack, you know. Still a young kid, isn't he? I think he's only about 36. Unbelievable. Yeah, he lives near me, mum and dad. But, um, you know, when we when we conceded last week and somebody put to him after the game, a 2-2 draw away at Fulham is still a good result, he wasn't having any of it. Yeah. You know, he says, no, we should be beating these teams, we should have <laughs> beaten Leeds. You know, he's getting fed up with us getting draws away at these these top teams. And like I say, he's frustrated us. I think if you've seen the games that, that I've seen at North End this season, we genuinely could be top of the league if we had a, the, the rubble of green. So you know, we are contenders. And I think if, we're, if we get the full side out, I think Maguire will be a big miss for us. But if we had the full side out uh, and we play as well as we can, it, it's going to be a great game. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much, Keith. Right. So what have you been waiting for, everyone? What's under the box? Uh-oh. What's uh, going on? What is going on? It is quiz time. I don't think there's anybody time. left listening, Nathan, <laughs> to be honest with you. So. No, we've got, we've got, we're good for time this week. We've got 10, 10 minutes left, 10, 15 minutes left. Okay. So the quiz this week is just one quiz. Mm-hmm. And what's under the box will determine how many questions... Well, how many questions you get wrong will determine what how many attempts you get from what's under the box. It'll explain it. I'll explain it. Okay, there's one quiz this week. Okay, Preston against Wolves last season at Deepdale. Oh, yeah, it oh. was actually Paul Lambert's first game, first in, game in charge. First yeah. game in charge. Yeah. How things can change. Yeah. Uh, were you at that game? Keith? Yeah, Hugo missed a sitter in the last minute. It was yeah. an absolute nightmare. Um, horrible day, cold, wet, windy. Yeah. Refer- referee turn is down for a stonewall penalty. Referee but yeah, James yeah. Linnington. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was terrible. Um, I remember it well. Dower game. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Nil, nil. So. The quiz this week, for gentlemen, for your corresponding teams, there were 18 players, um, are, including the substitutes, 11 plus 7. How many players can you name who were started or were on the bench on that day? For your, for your, te- for your teams. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, Wolves yeah. and Preston. Yeah. So, it's not too bad a quiz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't get, try not to get too many wrong. That's all I'm saying. Try... Not to get too many wrong, so we'll give Keith a little bit of time. So we've got to get all eighteen right. Got to go all eighteen right, otherwise you will face. Why is there only eighteen? Well, because you've got eleven plus you've got seven subs. Oh, you want us to name the subs as well? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven plus seven subs, um, and once that's happened, and if you've got any wrong, I shall unveil what is under the box. So we shall go to Tim Spears first. Tim, are you confident, or you can maybe get one or two wrong, or do you think? Do you think? You're backing yourself to get all 18. No, um, it, it might be a bit problematic. Okay. Lambert's first game, a few changes mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not too bad. You're backing yourself to get all 18. Um, mm. It might take a little while to get all 18. Okay, well, you haven't got a lo- little while. You've, you've, you've got, there'll you know, be some dead air if you try that. You've got a couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't go great on a podcast. Um, so, um, and allow me to freestyle for a little bit. People don't I want to I think you just that. go for the start in 11. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see, Keith. Um, <laughs> Wolves. Let's here we go. Starting eleven. Tim Spears. Uh, Lonergan was in goal. Oh, like he that, was. Yeah, yeah. At one. Uh, Courtney Hawes played. He did. Matt Doherty played. He did. Danny Bart. Yep. Dave Edwards. Oh. No Dave Edwards. No Dave Edwards. No Dave Edwards. Oh, that's right, he was suspended. No Dave Edwards. That's one incorrect. <sighs> okay, okay, yeah. Uh, Helder Costa. Helder Costa did, yeah. Jed Wallace played. That yes, day, he did. He that. came on as a 64th minute substitute. Uh, Cavalero played. Cavalero came on as an 87th minute substitute. Uh, George Savile. George Savile did start the game. 
Cody. Connor Cody played. Very good so far. Very impressive. Uh, Dicko. Dicko did come on. 78th minute substitute. Bodvarsson. Bodvarsson started up front. How many left? You've got two from the starting lines. Two starters. Uh, Sace. Oh. Sace oh. was on the bench. That's fine. Uh, Mason. So you've got three starters left. Uh, Mason's not there. No. Mason's not there. Teixeira. Teixeira, yes. Very good. Unused sub. How many to go? Uh, you've got three starters. Burgoyne would be on the bench. Maybe. Burgoyne was not on the bench, no. That's three. John Flat then would be on the John bench. John Flat was. One more guess. You've got three wrong so far. One more guess? Mm -hmm. Well, no, unless you, <coughs> if you get it wrong. Your max is four to get wrong. Um, who else well, no, you get more than Centre half. Onyege, was he there? <laughs> Any more guesses? I don't know, you tell me. Dominic Iorfa started. Yeah. Uh, Brighton Ibakari started. Of course he did. Of yeah. course he did. Yeah, Bright bit of a surprise. Yeah. And Jack Price started. And Jack, Jack Price, Price. Yeah, yeah, he played well. Played so really well that game. I'm going to give you four for that. Um, Richard Stephen was a new substitute in that game as well. Yeah. Okay, so four. Four incorrect from the starting lineup. So, okay, here we go. Um, Keith Harrison. Uh, Chris Maxwell in goal. Chris Maxwell was in goal. Baptiste. Baptiste, yes. Clark. Clark, correct. Uh, I'm going to go Bailey Wright. Correct. And Greg, Greg Cunningham. Yes, very good. Very uh, good start. Ben Pearson. Good. Daniel Johnson. Yes. Callum Robinson. Yes. Uh, now on the other side, I'm not sure McGeady played. Uh, it's either McGeady or Vermeil. Uh, I'm gonna go Vermeil. Came on as a 77th minute substitute. Hugh Gill. Yes. Uh, Mackinock came on, I believe. Yes, he did. 58th minute. Very good. Uh, did Doyle start? He didn't, but he was on the bench. That's uh, fine. Um, ben Pringle. You've got two starters left from that game. Uh, um, Who'd you say? Sorry. Ben Pringle. Oh, that's one wrong. So you will both be um, both be um, taking what's under the box. Taking? Taking, potentially. Uh, I'm going to go on McGeady. McGeady did start the game, correct. Does that, but, but that, does that mean I've won? Only, no, you're only one starter. Ah, one more starter? Yeah. Uh, McGeady, I've got, I've got one, two, three, four, five. McGeady, Pearson, Johnson, Robinson, Hugh Gill. Mm -hmm. But who started up front with Hugh Gill? That's the one, isn't it? That's the one. It wasn't. In to rush you, Keith. I'm going to have to rush you. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Mackinock. Who else was up front for North End last season? Uh, they weren't very good. Uh, and three. Uh, uh, and two. Jeez. Uh, 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 now, uh, no, go on. One. Uh, Mr. Gallagher. Oh, Galley! Galley! Oh, an absolute legend. An absolute legend, of course. Galley. You have won the quiz because you're only one out from that. So, congratulations. I'm going to give you an extra one. Um, forfeit because what? you um, didn't get the bench. Um, what? You so didn't give me all time. I got, no, I got Hudson on the bench. Okay, go on. Hudson. No, that's oh. wrong. Huntington. Yeah. Uh, Vermeil was done. Yeah. Welsh. Pringle. Yeah. yeah. Lindegaard. Lindegaard. Grimshaw. Oh, Lindegaard. Grim oh, God, Grimshaw. It's, yeah, okay. it's only one, it's only one yeah. total for the substitutes bench. That's fine. Okay, here we go. We're going to unveil the box. What is under Un this What box? is under the box? Let's just make sure that we're still recording uh, before I unveil what is under the box. Yes, we are. Okay, <laughs> here we go. And what is under the box today? We shall see. Ta-da! Oh, that's okay. much better than I thought it was going to be. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, for what yes. you will see, and I will tweet a picture of this. Oh, I'll take one, one. Okay. We have got, do you remember back in the day, the Jelly Bellies? Jelly Bellies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They basically, Jelly Bellies, they sound and they taste like uh, delicious delicious ingredients so you've got like banana pie well this is a new thing that's just come out from jelly belly it's called Ooh. bean boozled nice. bean okay. boozled easy so you have a lot of different flavors here yeah okay however summer bang them over expect, bang them over yeah you can bring it forward careful to not mess up the um the situation <laughs> oh yeah. he has done okay well done that's okay yeah. that's fine that's yeah. fine yeah. don't, don't yeah. knock the microphone okay so the flavours aren't quite what they seem, hence why I'm going to give you these tissues and this water. So, 
Here we go. Tim, you've yes. got four. Yes. You've got four goes at this. Yeah. And Keith, you've got two. All right. You've so got to have the Keith, wolves' colour, Tim. You've got. To I'm not pick, touching that. Looks a bit pick like black. Pick a colour. Pick a colour first. What colour would you like to start with? Uh, green. Okay, green. So the greens. Which green? There's, there's, a, there's another uh, the, green. That one. The bright green. Okay, bright so green. the bright green that you're going to take, you can either have, and you don't know which what it's going to be. It's either going to be lime or lawn clippings. You don't know what it's going to be. It could be one. It could be the other. You don't know. Ooh. So hopefully you pick the right one. But it's either lime or lawn clippings. So I'm going to pour some water for you. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got okay, this Okay, okay, I'll pour some for Keith. Yes, thanks. Um, so, <laughs> fingers crossed, good luck, good luck, Tim. I quite like the smell of freshly cooked grass. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it'd be a huge issue. the taste of it, Tim. So and you, might, you might get lime, so you've got to do it, eat it, and be honest, because, you know, people want to know whether, you, whether you've experienced it or not. He does. No, oh, it's fine. Well, He's had it? the lime, then, Is it lime? It's very limey. Oh, okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Good yeah, good choice, yeah, good choice. Yeah, okay, yeah, so um, we'll go to Mr. Harrison then. Right. What colour would you like first? Well, I've got to go white. I've got to go for white. the mighty whites. Okay, so you have got either coconut Ooh, nice. or baby wipes. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> coconut or baby wipes. Go for it and give it a good chew. Give it a good chew. <laughs> give it a good chew. Good luck. I'm in. It's coconut. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Oh, we're doing all right here, these two. This is a great game. Okay, yeah. just, just, just snack time. It's, it's, it's literally snack time. A bit more, a bit more, better than the Maltesers from, I think, from, uh, mm. from Christmas. Actually, yeah. that could have been baby wipes and the aftertaste on that. I might be wrong. Oh, really? No, I think it was coconut. Okay. <laughs> Who's made these? Tim. Yes. Yes. Which one? In a uh, roulette. Uh, these purple ones, I think. The purple ones. Okay. Oh, it's not, not, not going for the wolf's oh. colours. Because no, it looks like chilli in it. Uh, okay. Good luck, uh, because you've either got chocolate pudding. Oh yeah. Or canned dog food. Canned ah, dog food. Please be dog or food. Chocolate please pudding. Please be dog food. <laughs> he, he smokes that much. He can't. He's he no taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's got the canned ah, dog yes. food. He's got the canned dog food. Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's worth every penny of the £9.99 I got shipped from Amazon yesterday. Brilliant. Oh, dear. Oh, absolutely I, was, I will sign those expenses just <laughs> for the value you know, of seeing oh, Tim's face. Meaty. Nice. Oh, oh, delicious and gelatinous. Oh, it's like the Molyneux pie, Tim. Oh. <laughs> Good thing is, Tim, you've got two more of these as well because Great. you failed on the quiz. Uh, Keith, this is your last one. Oh, excellent. What would you like to try? Uh, I'm, oh, he's had the green ones. Did you have those He's greens? had those green yeah. ones, yeah. I'll go, for the, I'll go for these yellow ones. Oh, there. yeah, delicious. They're delicious the because they ones. are either buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Oh God! Oh. Genuinely, I'm allergic to eggs. I could die if I have this. It's okay. There's, there's no actual egg this in there. This could be the conclusion. <laughs> this could be. Honestly, Let's get ready. Get the paramedics on standby. Give it a good bite. Give it a good bite. Buttered popcorn or rotten egg? You know what? I'm flying at this. Oh, he's done it. He's killed it's it. Absolute popcorn. Keith Harrison, that's fantastic. Yeah, Great effort. Here we go. Great effort. Okay, Tim, uh, a couple more. You know, it's like one of those Bush Tucker trials, and all you want to do it's... is get Ant and Dick to do it, and all I want is for you <laughs> to have one of these horrible little things. If you if you, if you you get both of these right, yep. then I'll do one at the end. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, just, I'm, get I'm, one... I'm just going to fake it. Oh, no, you can't. No, you can't fake it. Okay, come on. Come you, can't, on. you can't fake it when you've got dog food in your mouth. No, you can't fake it. I, I, I would have made a funny quote there, but I won't. So quote quote well, of the day. You can't fake it when you've got... I do not want to know what goes on, Tim. <laughs> you can't fake it when you've got dog food in your mouth. Right, light blue, please. Light, light blue. blue. Okay, oh, it's not too bad, this one. Good shout. Um, it's either berry blue or toothpaste. Berry right. blue oh, we'll or take that all day long. toothpaste. Berry blue or toothpaste, Tim? Berry blue or toothpaste? He's shaking a little bit. Oh no, that's Berry. That's is it? Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Okay, fair deal. Yeah. It's very good. Very, very. Okay, excellent news. And the last one. You have lost the quiz, obviously, because, you know... Keep Another it, one for me. Got, yeah, no, one more. Yeah, one more. The three that left don't look great. It's the orange, the green, mm. all these Mr. Blobby Go ones. for the Wolves colours, Tim. Be a, be a club man. Come on. Okay, all right. Support your team. It's not quite gold, but yeah, we'll go for that one. Which one? Uh, the orange one. Okay, the orange one is... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is peach... Nice. Or vomit. Yeah. <laughs> Peach yes. or vomit. All yes, the best. Please. All right. the best. Please. Come on, the vomit. 4,000 people listening in desperate for you to get vomit, Tim. Because that's how much you're loved here. 4,020 of them are going to be blocked. <laughs> please be vomit. Please be vomit. Oh, no, it's Peach. Oh. Oh.
Right, Judas, Judas should try one now. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you have to try one of those. Okay. You said you would. Please be vomit. Okay, well, I know which ones they are, so... Well, I'll tell you what. Those two are left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The purple and the green ones. Those okay, well, so the, the choices left are between the, the Tutti Frutti looking ones, the pink ones, Tutti Frutti and Stinky Socks, or mm. Juicy Pear and Bogies. What would you... You, you two, you two. The socks would be, would be Stinky Socks. socks would stinky be Socks or... Tutti Frutti, okay, here we go. He's in. Okay, come on, baby, come on, baby. And it's Tutti Frutti! <laughs> and it's Tutti Frutti. Okay, good good banter, boys. Enjoyed that, very good. Very good. Well done, Mr. Harrison, oh, for winning the you. quiz. Thank you, yes. Okay, finally, before we go, predictions for the big game. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's Preston North End. I shall go first, and I'm going to say it's Wolverhampton 2. Preston, one. Two, one, Wolves. And they go top of the table. Again, two points clear. Keith? I, I think I'll go along with that, Nathan. I think Wolves Wolves have got a lot up top. Uh, but I can't see... Uh, yeah, I think Wolves are get atable if you, in a way that Villa didn't. Now, Villa just sort of waved at the right, white flag early doors. Mm. And I think if North End get at them, Barkus and uh, has got a chance with his pace and Hugo the battering ram, but you know, people coming off him. I think we'll miss Maguire. But 2-1, uh, Wolves should win this all day long. 2-1 from the Preston Given fans. the fact they spent £40 million. There you on go. He's had to get that last dig in there before we left. Thank you, Tim. Tim Spears, we'll finish off with you. Well, Wolves will see a lot of the ball, that's for sure. Preston had 29% at Fulham last week. Um, but they've only lost once this season. Uh, them and Bristol City are the only teams that have lost once. Only conceded eight in 12 games. I don't think it's going to be a classic. Mm -hmm. I've got a feeling it'll be one all. 1-1, really? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Keith cool. Bennett makes a really good point about after the Law May show, and I think mm -hmm. it will be a bit like that, and mm -hmm. we will struggle to break them down. Um, yeah, I think one all. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Big game on Saturday. Make sure you are at Molyneux. From Keith, from Tim, from myself, have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>